Welcome to the Sassy Chic Geek Experience, where we get the conversation popping about what it means to lead with authenticity while exploring our inner sassy chic geek to do amazing things for ourselves, as a collective, and for society. I'm your host, Sharice Liggins. Let's get it popping. Hey, hey, hey. I'm so excited to get it popping in the sassy streets. Hey. <laughs> this episode is going to be like a little mini vignette. It is not like our previous episodes where we interviewed other sassy chic geeks and got the conversation popping about how they dared to go there. Uh, we are actually going to delve into the world of Sastopia and get to know some of our sassy chic geek characters a little bit more. So Sastopia is really this magical place that I created because I needed some escapism from the insanity of the world we're currently living in. Um, But it's a place where our sassy chic geek characters dare to live their best lives. For me, Sastopia is the world as it should be for women plus. Sastopia is a place that centers Black women who have been marginalized for far too long Sastopia is a place where equity, diversity, and inclusivity are embedded in the daily decision-making process because that's what we do. Sastopia is a place where women plus have a voice. They're paid their worth and have equal access to opportunity. Sastopia is a place where women plus thrive. So, of course, who would not want to take a journey to Sastopia? This place is awesome and amazing. And the SCGs living their best lives there are also awesome and amazing. But Sastopia is also this place that we can go personally Like, literally, (laughs) we can go there personally to imagine the impossible. So it's our our playground for imagination and innovation. I love, I love Sastopia. Sastopia is truly my happy space. So today, I am going to introduce you to the mayor of Sastopia, And her name is Mayor Tiggy Turquoise with a Z at the end. That's right. First, I'm going to read you a little bit about her vital sass statistics. Vital sass are um, personal profiles of the sassy sheet geeks that show how they show up to the world daring to be a sassy chic and geek. It's sort of like their own little, little, you know, mini summary of who they are and how they get it popping. Mayor Tiggy Turquoise is the eccentric but savvy and passionate leader of Sastopia. Her motivation, community, fairness, and equality. Mayor Tiggy uses her sassy powers to strengthen her community by ensuring safety, job opportunities, clean streets, 
and an open door policy to be available to listen to the needs of residents. Her secrets to SAS is transparency in sharing the successes and challenges in developing policies to meet the diverse needs of residents. And with all of our Sassy Sheet Geek characters, she has her own poppin' affirmation that she has to say to herself to get herself centered, to get herself motivated to get out there in these sassy streets and do what she does. Her affirmation is, I remain forever humbled by the opportunity to serve as your mayor foster equity, diversity, and inclusivity. And go Tiggy, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. Go, 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 go. Recently, Sastopia elected new mayor Tiggy Turquoise. Tiggy is certainly not the first woman or the first African-American to become mayor but she is the youngest. At 29, Tiggy represents everything that is amazing and wonderful about Sastopia. Fresh ideas and a passion for representing the ideas of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Tiggy was born and raised in Sastopia, but moved to Louisiana to go to college. Mm, Why'd she leave? Although Tiggy could have attended Sastopia University for free, her parents encouraged her to move away so that she can begin to experience independence and form her own ideas about the world. That was smart of them. (laughs) Tiggy's parents are both from Jamaica, but they moved to New York City to attend college. They both began their careers as college professors in community colleges in New York City, but were both able to get tenured positions at Sastopia University in the late 1980s. All right, Mr. and Mrs. Turquoise, do your thing. When Tiggy attended Tulane University, she studied political science, poli sci, as people call it. While in school, she interned for the city of New Orleans and campaigned during one of the governor's elections. Tiggy fell in love with politics, but didn't feel a sense of connection to the community the way that she did with Sastopia. I mean, that makes sense, right? I mean, a lot of people tend to feel more connected to where they come from, where they grew up, you know, that kind of thing. Whenever she would visit home or hear about the interesting things that her friends were getting popping in these streets, she longed for getting back to Sastopia. Tiggy ended up getting her first job in New York City. I should probably mention that Sastopia is a suburb of New York City. She was excited about working in Manhattan while she lived at home with her parents, I mean, hello, you get the best of both worlds. (laughs) And this is what it says. She thought that she had the best of both worlds. She didn't have to pay that ridiculously high rent, but also could enjoy life in one of the most vibrant and exciting cities in the world. Her excitement quickly waned when she realized that she had the worst boss 
on the planet. That happens a lot, especially in first jobs. Working as the assistant to the chief of staff for the New York City Department of Consumer Affairs meant long hours and lots of work. Plus, her boss was not trying to give her any real responsibilities to build her resume. She was just doing grunt work, doing admin work, basically getting coffee, which, you know, technically she's not supposed to do, but that's what she had to do. So Tiggy knew that she had to figure out another plan. I mean, she just got out of college, so you know, she she at that time she had a lot of a lot of time to to kind of work that out. But she knew that her parents would not be pleased with her quitting her job before figuring out next steps. You know what they say, it's easier to get a job when you have a job. Although I don't know if I always subscribe to that, but mm. they told her that, you know, while they supported her getting started with her career, that they were, that her parents said that there were no free rides and that she had to work or go back to grad school. And she figured it out because by next year, Tiggy was enrolled in Fordham Law School. While in law school, she volunteered for a city council campaign and also was able to join the mayor's roundtable for young Sastopian leaders. I hear that. She was so inspired by the mayor and her vision for Sastopia. Because of her time on the roundtable, the mayor became her mentor and encouraged her to run for public office. Tiggy campaigned and was elected as the youngest person in Sastopia City Council at the age of 26. Wow, this was right around the time that she completed law school. She did take the bar exam and she passed the bar exam, thank goodness, because, you know, you need, sometimes you just need to have a fallback plan. And while joining a city council is a great, like, career move, especially as young as she was, who knows? Politics is a is a crazy business. But anyway, she didn't even get a chance to practice law. After serving just two years on city council, the mayor announced that she would not seek a re-election due to a recently diagnosed medical condition. She told Tiggy that she should consider running for mayor and that she had her support, but Tiggy thought that she could not possibly fill her shoes and that she was way too young. The mayor told her that she would make an excellent mayor because the city needs young vibrant talent to lead the city into the future. I mean, I would be apprehensive too if I was Tiggy because, you know, she's she's still very young. She's like, what, 25, 26, 27? I don't know how old she is. Probably about 27, 28 around the time that this conversation happened. And I'm sure there were a lot of people that have been on that city council for a hot minute people in the community that were vying for the top spot as mayor of Sastopia because (laughs) being mayor of Sastopia seems like an amazing job. I would probably have tried to throw my hat in psych. No, I wouldn't. Politics is not my thing. (laughs) But when Tiggy told her friends and family that she wanted to run for mayor, she got mixed reactions. And I mean, you know, that's to be expected. 
Some of her friends thought that she was crazy AF. That's what they told her. While others thought the city needed someone young to really bring the city to life. And, you know, her parents, they're very, they're very progressive people. I mean, they're college professors in a very progressive town. So they're super supportive. They were super supportive of her, but they also are realists. And they were like, listen, you're going to have an uphill battle trying to convince people that you sh- you would be the best fit, you know, especially at such a young age. Tiggy wasn't so sure herself. But she knew, she had a lot of ideas. I mean, oh my goodness, this, this, Tiggy, she just, her mind is just always going. And so she wanted to lead Sastopia into the future. And she knew she had a vision for how to make that happen, especially since she served as, as city council. You know, I mean, she, she kind of, she kind of knew what she was doing a little bit. So, you know, she was on her grind and she obviously became elected mayor because we're talking about her. (laughs) Mayor Tiggy has only been in office for a short while and already things have gone off the rails. There's been a resurgence of Black Lives Matter activism around racial injustice, police brutality, and now a damn pandemic. Oh my goodness, you you didn't even have that much time to really get your feet wet. You just were thrown into the fire. As a Black woman, she lives with the fears of what would happen if her or loved ones were stopped by the police. She's not so much worried about that in Sastopia, but certainly in other places. She thinks back to her job. You know, during this time, I think a lot of people have a lot of emotions being stirred. And and I think that for her, you know, she's thinking back to her time in New York City and some of the microaggressions from her white boss and, you know, feeling excluded at different points in her time when she was in predominantly white spaces. You know, it definitely makes her angry. These situations, they keep happening and she is just, she's she's angry and she's frustrated. Um, and, you know, sometimes she feels like people don't want to hear her or others speak about these injustices, but As we already know, Tiggy is not afraid to raise her voice and she will not back down. But she is also so inspired by all of the people peacefully protesting in Sastopia in support of Black Lives Matter. Um, You know, she's definitely created the space for people to to get out and to protest and you know do so peacefully to social distance she's even arranged for some of her staff to try to help pass out masks you know so that people can make sure that they're adhering to all of those guidelines she sees she also sees a lot of her friends and even her parents have gone out to protest and and to really have their voices heard. She is a little bit nervous about them going out because, you know, they're older. But, you know, she knows that they 
they know what they're doing. They ain't new to this. And, you know, they're definitely being safe and wearing masks and things like that. So she decided to paint the main road and location of the protest, um, which is it's called Sastopia Way. She decided to paint that with the Black Lives Matter, like the D.C. mayor, Washington, D.C. mayor Muriel Bowser, and is thinking about other ways to engage with the residents so that they know that she is serious about leading a city that continues to foster equity and inclusion for all. One of her first ideas is to create a task force that is made up of residents, activists, police officers, and other stakeholders from the community to discuss ways that police can work to continue making people feel safe. I think that's a really good idea. She also wants to have candid conversations about what it really means to defund the police because she hears some people say that they are looking to be, that they are looking to fire police when that is definitely not the case. She also wants to work with the city council to find money in the budget to hire a chief officer of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Although Sastopia is a very diverse community, she wants to make sure that they are really showing up to help move the city forward in a meaningful way. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that is that is the type of stuff that we want to hear from our leaders, right? And not not all of them are, are really stepping up to the plate, so I'm glad that she is. But is this the right direction for Mayor Tiggy to take? Are there other things that she should be doing or she should be thinking about? How can she unite people that may be on different sides of the conversation related to racism, related to activism, and social justice? Let's keep this conversation popping. You can comment and visit our blog or visit our Instagram or Facebook page at Sassy She Geek to leave your thoughts. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the Sassy She Geek experience, get it popping at sassysheekgeek.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Sassy Sheet Geek. See you soon.